Howdy and welcome to the Laptop Empires podcast. I'm Mike, here without Bobby today, but we've got a very special episode for you. This is actually part one of a two-part series. We've invited our good friend Natalie Bacon from nataliebacon.com onto the podcast to do a two-parter that's going to help you figure out how you can build your business while you're working full-time, and then how do you make that jump to working full-time in your business and leave your job after you've replaced your income, okay? Really excited about the series. So today's part one, and it's called How to Build Your Business While Working Full-Time. Next week, we're gonna be releasing part two, which is about how and when to quit your job, all right? Natalie's gonna be joining us for both of these, and in this conversation, it's really just Natalie and I having a conversation about these topics. Bobby wasn't able to join us for these ones, but he'll be back to the podcast like usual after these. So we really hope you enjoy this episode. Let's dive right on in to how to build your business while working full-time. Natalie, thank you so much for being here. If you want to tell us a little bit about yourself before we dive in, you know, I know a lot of our audience know you and follow you already, but you can give them a little primer before we dive into our topic today. Yeah. So I graduated law school and had a ton of student loan debt. So I decided to start a blog and little did I know that that would ultimately become something I could make money with and turn into my full-time online gig. So I quit practicing law and then I actually became a financial planner and I worked as a CFP for a while. And then I quit that. And now I do my online business full time. I have kind of positioned myself as a life coach, but for sure, like number one to me, I'm an entrepreneur. And um, that's really how I feel at heart. And um, I've been doing it full time since April of 2018. So about a year and a half. Yeah, it's been like, so amazing. So amazing. That's awesome. So did you start when you were in law school or when you were practicing law? Let's see. I started after law school. Definitely after because I graduated in 2011, actually. And I it took me a couple years before I started my blog now that I think about it because I started in 2015. So I was learning about personal finance. Like I've always loved personal development, listening to a lot of podcasts and kind of one day just decided I was going to start a blog about all of this debt. Awesome. So yeah, you, so you actually, you practiced longer than I did. I practiced for about a heartbeat. Um, <laughs> I got out so quick. And, and if you can imagine this, I actually had a business before I started studying for the bar. So I was working with clients while studying for the bar. And you know how crazy those couple of months are. You guys, I wish you could see Natalie <laughs> completely shocked face. Now. I, that, I need to like get a snapshot of that and like put it on all our social media of her just looking stunned. Yeah. That's totally insane. crazy. Totally. That's yeah. Insane. I don't know. You must be really I smart. I don't know how I did it. 
Uh, I wouldn't go that far. I don't know. How, I'm I'm just lucky my wife stayed with me through all that, right? Like that was insane. I don't I don't think I saw her for a few months. So you are lucky. Um, so awesome. So you were already working full time, and we all know working full time as a lawyer means working double time. It is insane. So you know, let's dive into that topic of building the business while you're working full time. Like, what are your takeaways? What do you think people need to focus on? How do they start? doing that because we've got a lot a lot of our listeners are starting side hustles and they've got jobs and it's tough to balance yeah and you I think the biggest thing for me is to get clear on your goal so when I first started I didn't really know I could make money and I was just sort of doing it as a hobby and I started freelance writing and I started with affiliate marketing and it, it was just all very new and I was kind of just doing it on the side as it fit into my schedule and there wasn't a lot of strategy, let's say, for making money. And that's totally fine. But fast forward to the last year of full-time employment, I was still, I worked full-time and I was so clear about my goal to make this into, you know, six figures and beyond that everything else became secondary. I got, you know, completely off of balance, like intentionally. I got up at four in the morning and would work before work and then would work at lunch. I was so clear about my end goal that everything else fell into place. So I think you just have to think about first and foremost, what's your goal? Um, Is it just to kind of see if this works? That's a very different energy than like this is happening no matter what. Yeah. And I think it's super important too, because, you know, I know just from our, if people, that join just to start a side hustle to truly be a side hustle. Like let's just make some extra cash. And we've got people that are like, I'm replacing my income. I'm leaving this job. I'm doing this. And those are very different things. Cause like you said, if it's a, if it's a side hustle, you're just, you're concerned about life balance. Like you're like, how can I do the fewest hours of work in my spare time, maybe replace an hour of Netflix every night to build a couple extra thousand dollars, you know, versus if you're trying to leave your job, it's like, all right, I'm about to go through a year of hell. I am just like giving up hobbies. I'm sacrificing my health. I'm, you know, not going to see my kids very often. Like I'm going all in on this thing. That way I can get out of this job. And they're very, very different mindsets. I know I've been through that same thing. And I think some of our students are getting that way too. So I think that's a great point because your level of sacrifice probably depends on your goal. Right. And I know too, for me, like when I, I, went through a season of side hustling where it was just nice to have money. And then when I decided I was going to leave and I was going to go full time, it was like total focus, stop doing everything, didn't watch TV, you know, like everything changed. So I think that's a great, great starting point. Yeah, I a thousand percent agree. And I do want to add on to that, that it can evolve over time. So For me, when I first started my blog, I was in the mindset of, you know, wanting to help people and I didn't really even know it could make money. So if you would have told me then that I was going to make a full-time income, I never would have believed you. Like it would have been too big for me. So over time, as I saw income coming in and I was like, oh my gosh, this, I could make more money. My, my goals changed. And then I thought that would help me be a CFP. And then I was a CFP and then my goals changed again. So I think if you're intentional about what your goal is, 
knowing that, okay, I just want to see if this works is totally fine. But then reevaluate after a year or two and say, okay, well, now what do I want this to be my full-time thing? And if I do, knowing it's going to take a lot, like going right. all in, getting off balance. Like it, I, you know, we did law school and the bar exam and like, I don't want to say it was nothing. It was like, it was a lot, but I was, I had that mental toughness already. I know what it's like to sit for just 12 hours and just crank out work. Like it's not a problem. People don't think that's real, but it is. I, oh. I remember, I remember literally being in the books during, you know, bar prep for three months where I would wake up and I'd be in the books and I would go to sleep and I would stop for a meal. And it was like, honey, don't talk to me. I'm in the zone, you know, like, and so you, yeah, it's like, I feel like that's a competitive advantage for us in business is like that be able to just grind, but yes. yeah, it's, it's intense. It's intense and you do have to grind and you do have to be focused, but you know, I, I think this idea of it evolving is so, so important. And, you know, we talk about in the very first episode of this podcast we ever did, it was about how everyone should start an online business. And our point was everyone should try it out because there's so much opportunity but it may not be for you. And so you're probably going to come from this place of like, let me see if I can make some. And then you might just be like, oh, I thought I wanted to be my own boss, but it sucks. And then, and that's cool. You might be like I did. I started it. I never intended for it to be more than a side hustle, but I found out that I loved it so much more than my career. I was so much happier and I had so much more potential that it became my main thing. And that might happen for you too. So yeah, let it evolve. But you got to start still build it. And even if it's a side hustle, even if you're only trying to earn a little extra, you still need to treat it like a business and you still need to act like the CEO of your company. It doesn't matter how big your company is. And I'm seeing you nodding. I'm sure like you have some thoughts on that because I know, I think I've probably heard you say that before now that I'm thinking about it. Yes. I cannot resonate with this enough. I think that it's so important and it will I think the energy that you bring in terms of being the CEO kind of almost directly correlates with how much money you're making. So if you're like side hustling and doing it kind of, um, it, I don't want to say side hustling is fine, but if you're doing it as like a hobby, whenever I feel like it, will this, you know, it's kind of like you're a bad employee in your own business, then right. it's, <laughs> it's not going to work. But if even if it's a side hustle, if you take it seriously, when it's a side hustle, you can really ramp up your revenue. And I talked about this right. a little bit in the training that I did with you guys. It's like, you really need to be clear about your scheduling and time management so that you're producing results instead of just like busying or working on the activity of my side hustle. It's like, if you put in your mm -hmm. calendar exactly what you want to accomplish and you cut out all the other stuff that's not relevant, right. you will like your productivity will skyrocket and then you'll make more money. And, and I think too, you made a good distinction there. There's the hobby business and then there's the side hustle and then there's the full-time thing. And a side hustle is still, it's consistent work. You're consistently putting time and effort into it. So really, really good foundation here, you know, from your experience, you're, you're working full time, you're building the business. What do people need to focus on? Like what should be a primary concern? What, whether you're building it to leave or not, like what should be your primary focus as you think? And yeah, let's just go with there. Let's start with that. And we can talk about some of the time management and things after. Yeah. Money. People are so weird about their money <laughs> mindset. You. I'm like, it's all that, F it's, sorry, it's all that matters, right? It's all that matters. <laughs> I'm like, people want to talk about processes and all this other stuff. And I'm like, money, what's, 
I know if your business is successful based on revenue and profitability. That's it. That's Mm -hmm. it. Like all the other stuff, like your processes and your influencer stuff and your mark and your, your, you know, likes and comments, like none of that matters if you're not making money. I just think people allow themselves to indulge in like confusion instead of just saying, okay, what I always do, if ever I think I'm confused, it's like, what's the end goal? And let's work backward right now. I want to scale to seven figures. So, okay, that's the end goal. Let's work backward. Everything else is just distraction. So I think if you're a side hustle and you're trying to make a thousand bucks a month or 5,000 a month or whatever the number is for you, it's like, okay, that's the end goal. The money, right? It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It's money. That's how, you know, business runs, (laughs) has to make money. You can do it selling something amazing. And then you know, how am I going to make that money? Is it through creating my own product? You know, and you start to ask yourself questions, how can I accomplish that? And then you come up with ideas and then you work backwards from there. Right. And I think this is such a great point too, because, and I think this is the difference between a side hustle and the hobby too. I, there was a very, very clear point in my business when it went from a hobby that made me some money to being a real business because I was a brand new dad my son got sick and I had to become a stay at home dad. And I was very lucky that my job, you know, as an attorney was with an oil company, I could work from home. And the day that happened and I realized that I needed to be there and I might not be able to jump to this other firm job that I was looking at, I went, you know what? I need to really amp up my efforts. And it went from a hobby to a real business. And the main thing that changed, I went from fooling around with my social media and being everywhere and doing all of that kind of stuff, like the extra stuff, which can be important if it fits for your business, right? Like, but for me, it all became about getting clients, getting paid and delivering those people results. So I stopped focusing on Twitter and Instagram and all of those different things. And those have a time and a place, but they weren't part of the 20% of things that got me the 80% of results. So I think that's really, really important is you've got to know, like you said, what's the end result. And the reality is it's to get paid. And if there's 10 things you can do to earn a certain amount, or there's two things you can do to earn the same amount, just do the two things and ignore everything else. Right. And in the beginning, you might not know what the two things are. So you might try 10 things or 20 things. And that's great. But then you have to evaluate what's working and what's not working. I see so many people do this with Instagram and they'll spend so much time and energy on it, but it's actually not creating any revenue. And and you have to be aware of that. You have to check in with yourself and evaluate, okay, is this helping me get clients or make more revenue? Like how is this fitting into the system of my business? All right. That is perfect. And I actually, I think this is a great time I've got. Okay. some questions from some of our students. Cause I asked, I was like, what do y'all want to ask Natalie? We got so many questions. We're not even going to be able to get to all of them, but this is all well and good. I think everybody's listening to this. They're nodding along. They're thinking, all right, this is great. And then there's that feeling of like, I don't have the energy for this or I don't have the time for this. And so I've got a question from Preston Daniel and he talks about like, I've got this job and he said his is non-traditional full-time. And basically He's working 70 to 80 hours a week. And so he wants to know, like, what can I do to increase my productivity and effectiveness to get the most ROI? I know I'm putting you on the spot throwing these questions at you without without any prep. But, you know, what are your thoughts on that for Daniel or for Preston Daniel? Sorry. Yeah, get really clear on the goal. So if the goal is money from your business, then work backwards. How are you going to create the money? Okay, so I'm going to sell. Let's say he wants to sell an ebook. 
So, okay, so now I need to figure out how to create the ebook and how to sell the ebook. And then you literally come up with an entire action list of results that you want to produce. And you put those in your calendar where you know that you'll show up and do it. I don't know how non-traditional the job is, but wherever you can. And then everything else just falls to the wayside. Like you, you get rid of all of the extra stuff, the Instagram, the Twitter, the, all of that. You just focus on like the bare bones of what gets you to your end goal. And you make sure that you put it on your calendar as results. So I'm a really big proponent because this changed my life so much in business. It was taking like, oh my gosh, it was almost taking me over a month. I think it was over a month to create my first ebook before I started implementing putting results on your calendar. And the next one, it took me like three days. You just put exactly what you expect to produce during that amount of time. Instead of saying, you know, work on side hustle, you're going to put produce three chapters of ebook and like you better sit down and crank it out. And I'm a big proponent of B minus work and you can go back and revise later. I, okay. One, I love the scheduling thing and I love the result focused scheduling because I've always found that when you just say like, work on this instead of what you're going to accomplish, you don't actually get as much done, right? And you take up more time. So very, I've actually, since hearing you say this, I've been trying to be more conscious of that in my own work and it's, it's magic. But I also love that do B minus work because I'm a perfectionist by nature and I've had to untrain that characteristic out of my life. And I love that concept of B minus work because I, a lot of times just getting it done, it's so much more effective than it being perfect. And a lot of times you don't know what needs to be fixed to make it a plus work until you get it out into the world. So love that concept. Um, yeah, Preston's, uh, he's actually a high school teacher and football coach. That's why it's non-traditional. He's, it's a traditional job, but there's so many extra hours. So, and Preston, I know you're in our Facebook side hustle course. So you're trying to do this ad management stuff. It's all about client acquisition, man. That's all you got to be focusing on is the strategies we teach to land clients and then scheduling time to get those clients results. Like that's it. That's all you got to do. Um, so I want to do, I want to squeeze in one more question before we got to cancel that. We got to end this one. So Allison says, how do you combat low energy? She says, when I get home, I'm exhausted. I just do it. But I'm strategies for when I come home, you know, and I think everybody, whether you've got a full-time job or you're a stay-at-home parent, like you get, like there's, there's all kinds of reasons that you would be on low energy. So like, how do you, how do you handle the energy part? Cause I feel like you're always bouncing off the walls full of energy, at least when I see. Yeah, you. it's, it's <laughs> right, right, right. Um, it's a choice. So I'm really intentional about how I want to show up every day. Um, actually one of my most popular episodes, which I did not expect to be popular was about getting ready every day. And I just talk about, and this is just me, full hair, full makeup. Like I wear heels at home by myself and no one is here to see it. Like, because it helps me have that momentum and that energy. And I think about in the morning, I, I coach myself. I think about how do I want to show up today? Right. Even if I have a whole list of things that like, it's not always that fun to do stuff, right? It's like a lot of work. And so I think about this being a day and an opportunity for me to show up as my best self. And so I always want to show up as my best self. Now, of course, there are times where I'm more tired or I'm more exhausted, but it's it's rare. I will say that. And it's because I'm really thoughtful about it ahead of time. And one of the things I also do, and I talked about this in the training, is like to plan ahead of time for the entire week. So I'm never making decisions on the day of what I should be doing or need to be doing. 
because that is like decision fatigue waiting to happen. You're like at the end of the day, you're having to think too much. I always make sure my calendar is full like a week or two in advance at a minimum. So the day of, I never think about what do I need to do today or what should I do today? It's already planned. I've already thought about this on Sunday night. I already put all the results I need to produce. So when the time comes, if I'm feeling tired, I remind myself of why I want it. I remind myself of the end goal. I really try not to get into the like, poor me, self-pity. I mean, this was like when I was getting up at 4 a.m. I'm like, I'm going to work for myself full time. Like I get to get up at 4 a.m. and go to Starbucks and crank out two hours of work. Like this is setting me up for the rest of my life. So it's almost like I'll give myself pep talks to help me do it. Yeah. I think there's a really interesting point there, and you may not have realized you did this, but I'm guessing you actually probably did. You didn't say, I need to do this. Like, I need to get this done. You said, I get to wake up and do this. Like, and I think that shift of just thinking like, this is what I get to do. This is what I get to do for myself. I get to do this work, which is going to create this amazing life for myself and my family. Like that totally changes things and it will energize you. And I'm, I'm just Based on everything you teach, I'm guessing that was totally intentional. You're like nodding along. But I love that. It is so intentional. And I will say that I think about this all the time. And I and I I will just one thing, we know we talked about scheduling results, but if you schedule results ahead of time and you're looking at your calendar and you think of it as an opportunity for you to produce value you shift out of feeling like, oh, I have to work on this for two hours. It's like I get to produce two chapters of this ebook that's going to help me X, Y, Z. It's really a a mindset shift that is great. (laughs) Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please make sure you subscribe to the channel. And then I want you to go a step further. Go check out Natalie's website. Go to nataliebacon.com. Find, you know, check out all the resources she has. She's got an incredible podcast. She's got an incredible blog. I love listening to her podcast. I've learned so much from Natalie. Um, and I'm sure you did on, uh, you know, today. We've also got all the things that we discussed in today's episode, all links, everything here in the show notes. So check those out. And remember, next Monday, we're going to be coming at you with part two of this series where we kind of make that next jump. You've already started building your business uh, while working full-time. Now, how do you go from full-time career with a side hustle to being self-employed full-time? So you don't want to miss that. Make sure you subscribe. That episode comes out on Monday. We'll see you then. You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. We out. We out.